You're listening to Artistic Finance, show 127. Today's show is a short episode to kick off the new year. I'll mention 2023 plans for Artistic Finance, and we get a visit from Amy D. Lux. We discuss my Ethan Stimel's retirement savings, the Financial Independence Book Club, and what to expect for Artistic Finance in 2023. Without further ado, let's get to the show. You're listening to Artistic Finance Podcast, where your host, Ethan Steimel, interviews successful artists, leaders, and investors to help educate and inspire artists to grow their wealth. All right, so let me bring in Amy Deluxe, who has reminded me that she was on the show three times last year, and now she's in the very first episode of 2023. So I don't know, trying to infiltrate this show. So don't be surprised if Amy (laughs) just takes it over. I'm coming for you. All right, so Amy, the rest of this episode is going to be just little announcements and housekeeping things for Artistic Finance for 2023. But I wanted to get started with the biggest announcement that we have which is our Financial Independence Book Club, which is headed up by you. Yay! Amy, when she was on the show previously, she talked about her book club last year. So she's doing that again this year, only we're partnering up. So one episode a month is going to be about a book, a financial independence-themed book. Um, And we're going to have a meeting. Everybody's invited, um, totally free. So, Amy, instead of me talking about it, actually, (laughs) do you want to talk about what we're going to be doing? Yeah, I'm really excited. So, yeah, I did it last year for the first time, and it was just kind of a small, intimate Zoom thing. But now we're bringing it to Artistic Finance to broadcast every month, and we'll have a different financial independence book every month and a different host every month. So we'll rotate that around. We have... At least we're still editing the final book list, but we have at least 14 books uh, to choose from. So a little bit more than the year requires, but we're giving our hosts an opportunity to pick from a list that they can have a choice of what they're going to read and present on. And yeah, we've got an incredible list. There's so many great books. And we also have made sure to do our best to keep our focus on what is typically a, you know, cis white, hetero male, patriarchal topic. Uh, We have done our best to try to diversify this and make sure that we are having people of color, women, queer friendly writers as well on our list. So we're really excited to present that. Yeah. And Amy, I'm going rogue here. The hosts that we're picking um, and to be a host, what they have to do is they read the book and then they come to our book club meeting. They give us a summary of the book and the points and then they give us some takeaways, three takeaways about what they found insightful. So it's super casual, super relaxed, but it's going to be really informative. And I just want to throw this out to the listeners that if you are really into reading, I'll post the book list. If you want to check out that book list and see if there's any books you'd be interested in, can I invite any listeners that if they want to be a host, which is super relaxed, that they can reach out to us and actually come on as a host? 
Absolutely. Yeah. We are booking uh, about a quarter out at a time. So we'll pick the first three hosts and the first three books and um, and then just have a quarter at a time. And anybody is welcome to be a host. All you have to do is have a willingness to read, a willingness to basically make a book report with the three takeaways and then, you know, sit in on a Zoom with us and do the, the podcast recording uh, that will get broadcast at a later date. This is intended to be as inclusive as possible. You don't have to be a financial wizard. You just have to be someone that can read a book and get some takeaways. And I mean, you can really just, if you're even just wanting to learn about financial independence and financial literacy, this is a really great opportunity for anyone to to jump on in. Yeah. And you have picked some really great books and I know they're all going to be super informative. I want to talk about some of the hosts we have coming up. So our very first host is going to be Claudia Hodgson, who was our theater fit physical trainer. So everyone should be familiar with her. And then we have Carl Faber, who was our 100th episode guest, lighting designer out in Oregon. And I'm bringing up Carl because Carl, me, and Amy all listen to these via audiobooks. I'm just letting everybody know that you don't actually have to sit down with the book. You can totally listen to it via audio. That totally counts. Absolutely. Yeah, we're all busy. It's hard and it totally counts. We're not, there's no cheating. There's, you know, it's just, it's content. You absorb it however you need to absorb it. I absorb it when I'm running or when I'm cleaning, you know, just however you get it in there is totally fine. And Amy, what is our very first book? Our very first book is A Cat's Guide to Money. Everything you need to know to master your personal finances explained by cats. (laughs) This is a really fun book and it sounds so much, it sounds very silly and I haven't read it yet, but um, I assure you that this is not just, uh, you know, not just a book about cats, uh, but it is presented from that kind of angle and it is entertaining, teaches you how to leave your worries behind the author of this book, uh, Lillian Carabaic, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, K-A-R-B-A-I-C. Um, they were really frustrated with the lack of queer friendly uh, and just kind of accessible books on financial literacy. And that was kind of what the premise was to birth of this particular book. Uh, so that those kinds of topics and audience will have something to look forward to in this book as well. Yeah. And when I sent this list to Claudia and I said, hey, which of these books would you like to do? She was like, I love cats. And if you follow her on Instagram or LinkedIn, wherever you'll see her cats. But she was like, I want to do that book. I'm ready. Yes. <laughs> it's such a good one to start off with. I'm really excited to read that one. So I do want to say that if you, this book club is interesting to you, Um, We're going to create an email list that is just about the book club. So that'll be like maybe two emails a month, one saying, here's what the book is, here's where you can buy it or get a hold of it. And then another one will be closer to the date where we say, this is the date we're going to be meeting. Here's the link to it. Join. So if you're interested to get these updates, email me at artisticfinancepodcast at gmail.com and I will add you to the list. So if you're a patron... Or if you're going to be hosting one of these, you're already on this email list. Um, but anybody else that wants to get involved, again, it's free, totally laid back. And Amy, actually, do you want to mention that we're going to have prizes? We are going to have prizes. So if you host, you will have a prize. And it's a surprise because we don't even know yet. 
Well, at, at the least, it's going to be the next month's book. Yes, the books are covered as well. Oh, that's right. Hosts, we're going to reimburse hosts for uh, a book. So another incentive to be a host if you'd like. Exactly. You get a free book. Yeah. And then Amy doesn't know this, but I would like to give an attendance prize to like somebody. It'll probably be the same price the host gets, but we'll give it to either just somebody for attending or maybe somebody who asks a good question or has something thoughtful to say. I think we'll just arbitrarily decide who's at the meeting and we'll give it out that way. That's what I would like to do, Amy, if it's okay. I love it. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And and I and I should also mention when we were talking about the newsletter, this is a partnership between Artistic Finance and Utopia Dreamscape, which is my lifestyle company, all about financial independence, minimalism, van life, all of the fun stuff. So, uh, you know, we're coming together to present this to you. And uh, for the newsletter, please reach out to Ethan. You can also reach out to utopiadreamscape at gmail.com if you want to get on the newsletter as well. And perhaps we might want to talk about if you're a sponsor, you have the ability to become a sponsor and you like this topic. Uh, we are looking for sponsors and we'd love to roll that into the prizes, maybe give some of your swag away. So reach out to us as well and uh, like help us get our hosts uh, nice and swagged up. Yeah. Oh, thank you for mentioning sponsorships because we do have a packet together. Uh, if anybody's at a company that might want to sponsor this, um, you can sponsor one episode. You can sponsor part of an episode. You could sponsor the whole year if you really feel like it. Um, I do have some feelers out, but I haven't sort of sent out the packet yet. Um, but yeah, if anybody listening owns a company or connected to a company, we'd be happy to have sponsors. <laughs> and it's flexible. You can you can give as much or as little as, as you like. We have package tiers and all of that kind of stuff. So very accessible. And also talking about Utopia Dreamscape, when you were on the show, you talked about your van and how you were a nomad going to be living in a van. If anyone's watching this on YouTube or the video of it, go watch because you can see Amy's van. Yes, here I am in my van. Here I am with my dog. Right over there. What is Doggy's name? Venus. She is literally the goddess of love. And she also loves chasing flies. So she is Venus Flytrap as well. And she brought those traits out after I named her. So she is definitely living up to her name in both regards. Okay, Amy, can you tell me one more time what the first book title is? Because it's long. <laughs> yes, it is. The first book title is A Cat's Guide to Money. Everything you need to know to master your personal finances explained by cats. Okay, amazing. So if you want to join the book club, or even if you think you might want to join the book club, or even if you're not going to join the book club, but you know that you're going to be hearing about it in a month on this show, go check that book out from the library, go buy it somewhere and listen or read, read it. I'm saying all this because we are going to have our book club meetup on January 29th, 9 a.m. for the California time zone. For New York time zone, that'll be 12 o'clock, which is 5 p.m. London time. So that's Sunday, January 29th, the first book about cats. So read it, sign up for the email list, or let me or Amy know, um, and we will get you a link to attend. Yeah, there. the newsletters will announce um, the next book or two. Uh, it'll be two or three books announced at a time. Uh, so if you do get on the newsletter, you'll get a little bit of extra information uh, to look forward to. And then you can kind of get your books in advance if you're just going to be a listener or not a participant. Yeah. And one last thing, which is Amy has put an incredible resource list together um, that I will put in the show notes. And that is linked to uh, libraries, you know, because you can check these books out digitally. And so we'll have links for where to where to purchase, where to get them for free. And we'll also put the list of books, even though we don't necessarily know what book is going to be what month yet. Um, we will put the list of books so you can check those out, see if there's any you're interested in. 
That'll all be in the show notes. And Amy, you'll also have it over at Utopia Dreamscape. Very excited. Got a whole year of books to read. Yeah. I when, when Amy first reached out, I was like 12 books in one year. Because Amy, I don't know if I read a book last year, which is really embarrassing to admit. I have a lot next to my like nightstand at my bed. But I don't know that I ever actually finished any of them. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, kind of part of the reason this book club came to be was because I got a little tired of hearing myself say how much I wanted to read, but never quite getting around to reading. And so creating the book club gave me an opportunity for accountability and just to, um, you know, actualize the the books that I wanted to read. And so I actually have a challenge for myself that my goal is to read 24 books a year and the financial independence is its own set. And then the other 12 books a year are, you know, anything I want them to be. So uh, it is a lot. <laughs> and and we'll see if I do it or not. But even if you don't hit that final goal, like just setting a goal like that helps you to reach some of it. You know, it's just all steps in the right direction. So having the book club is, I think, going to help a lot of people to, you know, get some get some new pages under their under the belt. And, and reading is one of the things that separates us from the animals. Like this is what I always think about theater and entertainment. It's like, why do we do this sometimes? You know, but it's like, no, this is this is what this is what makes us human. <laughs> but Literacy Inc. They say that thirty three percent of high school graduates in the U.S. never read a book after high school. Thirty three percent. That is large. Eighty percent of households have not purchased a book, whether it's digital or physical, in the past year. Wow. And wait for it. And, and this one speaks to me. This one speaks to me. 50% of books that are started are not finished. And I'm guilty of that big time. I'm guilty of that as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, if you just think about the letterpress and, and there was a time when not everybody was even allowed to read. There was a time when not everybody knew how to read. So it is a huge privilege uh, for us to be able to read. And it really is engaging once you kind of get in there and and it can be so enlightening and and really open your mind in so many ways so and amy i was so glad when you reached out about this because i listen to all these podcasts and they're always talking about all these you know financial books that have inspired them or taught them so much and i'm always like okay i gotta go read that never once have i gone and read any of these books so you you're forcing me by putting me in this position of of helping with the book club is that i'm now gonna have to read 12 books and guess what if, even if I don't read them, I'm going to be part of a panel and I'm going to learn about them. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it helps your financial literacy. You're going to get better at investing. You're going to get better at saving. You're going to get better at spending mindfully. You know, all of these things are just wonderful side effects that, you know, is only going to help you improve. Right, exactly. And also, Amy, I just saw you uh, yesterday, two days ago this weekend. You were in New York City for a grand total of like five hours on a layover. But I ran into you. We started talking about this. It made me realize that I'm not a part of the FIRE community. Like you are, you're totally invested in that. I read a lot online about good financial habits and FIRE. And I just, I think limiting belief, I was just like, oh, I'm in entertainment. So I'm probably never going to be able to be a FIRE member. But you're inspiring me and you're going to force me to learn about this, which I think can only be beneficial. So thank you, Amy, for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. FIRE is incredible. And, you know, there's a little controversy about the acronym. It stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. Some people just call it FI, F-I, Financial Independence, because some of us love what we do and, and we don't want to retire necessarily. Or it's just it's just making work optional and making sure that you can take the work that you love and leave the work that you don't behind. There's a couple of basic formulas that you follow for a FIRE method. 
you know, it really starts with that education and that literacy. And then once you understand these basic principles, it is very much more accessible than anyone believe. I was definitely the last candidate to ever think that I'd be able to work towards financial independence. And in, you know, the few years that I've been doing, I've done a complete 180 with my finances. I've gone from tens of thousands of dollars in debt to having fully maxed out retirement accounts and emergency savings and just all of these really positive changes in a really short period of time. There are people that have fired uh, within the community on teacher salaries. You know, obviously engineers or doctors or people with really high salaries they could fire faster. But the thing is, in uh, in the US, most of us have poor spending habits. And most of us believe that debt is a way of life. It's just kind of how we're conditioned. And I thought I was a late bloomer because I didn't start till I was in my 40s. But what I found out was that once I got this going, I was actually became very quickly ahead of the curve. Because people that made more money than me that came from more privilege, you know, a privileged family than I did, or whatever the thing was, Many of them still had debt and just weren't saving and and they did not increase that gap between spending and saving. It all comes down to are you knowledgeable and then can you put those into a system and just steps to practice. So it's really accessible to everyone and that's what I love about it. Yeah, and and we're calling it Financial Independence Book Club. We're leaving off the retire early because, you know. In the artist world, it's like, what is retirement? Blah, blah, blah. So we're, I just don't even want to attach that part of it. But the financial independence is like, I mean, that's like the American dream, I think. Yeah, everyone can go to get, go towards that. Absolutely. Yeah, they say it's a car and a garage and a whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, it's financial independence. It is absolutely. Yeah, I'll drive a clunker all day long just to know that I can, you know, work a little bit less and have work-life balance and spend time with my friends and all that kind of stuff. Travel a little more, you know. Amy, um, I have a confession to make here. Um, This doesn't have to do with the book club, but it does have to do with me getting things off my chest and being transparent with people. Um, Because for the last two years, Nicole has been telling me I'm a fraud because I'm running this podcast. And let me explain why. So 2020 and 2021 were not great years for me work-wise because of pandemic and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I did not put anything into my retirement accounts in 2020 or 2021. And I'm now coming clean about it. And the reason is on December 29th, I finally put money in my retirement account for 2022. So I'm getting back on track and I'm sharing this because I think it's important for listeners to hear because I think sometimes people listen and they think I am very organized and I'm totally together. That's not true. (laughs) If you haven't told, like I'm trying to learn things in these episodes. So these interviews, I mean, sometimes it's very apparent that I'm asking people questions because I want to know and I need to learn and I need to be better. But I just wanted to start 2023 off the right way and tell that Um, because behind the scenes i told that to carl faber on episode 100 and he was like ethan that is a big secret you're holding (laughs) (laughs) yes but i just i just wanted to get it out there and i'm talking with you so i decided to share it now well it's perfect because you know it's the beginning of the new year you can start with a clean slate and again it always comes back to this education i mean there were years that I could have put money into a retirement account, but I didn't, I wasn't financially educated yet. And so I, I heard things that I believed them. Like I thought that you couldn't 
open an IRA unless you could max it out. And so every year at the end of the year, I wouldn't be able to max it out. And so I didn't open it up, but you don't have to max it out. You know, you can put in whatever you put in. Also with a 401k, I thought you had to have an employer to have a 401k. It turns out that's not true either. So even if you do nothing but like listen to learn, and you don't invest right away, or you don't change any habits right away, just listen to learn because there's all kinds of little tricks and tips like that that come up that are so enlightening and just can make such a huge difference. And even like you said, like you can let go of the guilt now that you didn't put anything in your retirement the last two years. Now you're moving forward. You're starting over again. You're reinvigorated. And we could all do that together in this book club. Yeah. And I want to say one more thing, which is that I was saving money, but I didn't want to put it in my retirement account. So pre-COVID, I would put like a little bit in each month, like as I could. Um, but then COVID happened and I was just like, you know what? I'll save the money, but I'm not going to put it in. Um, and this was the first time I was like, oh, wait, I'm ready. I'm going to do it. So yeah, 2023, we're back on track. Excellent. <laughs> cool. Amy, well, thank you so much for uh, instigating this book club. Thank you for taking uh, Artistic Finance and our listeners along for the ride. I'm hoping that a lot of us end up reading the books and come to the meetings. Um, so thank you. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for partnering up. It's going to be incredible. I'm excited about your listenership that you've already gathered and how we can just move forward with our new hosts and new sponsors and new books and new literacy for 2023. All right, there you have it about the book club. I'd love for you to join us. And now I'd like to say thank you to our 29 patrons. And a special thank you to our newest patron, Philip Lupo. Philip joined back in December, but I had pre-recorded a lot of those episodes, so I'm just now getting around to thanking him on air. Philip, I appreciate your kindness and your generosity. And to all patrons, thank you for supporting me as I attempt to improve the finances of freelancers in the entertainment industry. With your help, I'm aiming to answer any financial question without anyone worrying about shame, stigma, or guilt, because after all... The more that one of us knows, the more all of us know. And finally, patrons are continuing these interviews, which encourage our fellow creatives to invest for themselves and their future. So if you, dear, dear listener, want to support Artistic Finance to continue continuing on, please sign up at patreon.com slash artistic finance. So now some listener stats to kick off 2023. So far, we have had 29,000 downloads of all time. We're zeroing in on that 30,000 download mark. We've been listened to in over 90 countries. And our top five countries with listeners, no surprise here, the USA, and then the UK, Canada, France, and India. In 2022, we had Jennifer Aiden, one of the Real Housewives of New Jersey, share an episode on Instagram. We had Richard Pilbrow, a lighting designer, share an episode on his LinkedIn. And we had fantastic guests. We had Ken Page, one of the original cast members of Cats on Broadway. We did an episode in Tagalog with Cheryl Polancas, Chasi, and Jamie Wilson. Jamie living in the Philippines now, Chasi and Cheryl working in the USA. We did a crossover episode with Why I'll Never Make It, the podcast by Patrick Oliver Jones. We got his interview with Rebecca Selko, the financial wellness coach at the Entertainment Community Fund. We had an episode that was well-received with Kate Hevner, a projection designer. And one of my favorites was Stafford Arima, the Broadway director of Allegiance the Musical. 
He was a super great guy, and I loved his stories about his parents gambling. We had Lap Chi Chu, a lighting designer who, incidentally, I ran into on the escalator when I was at LDI. We also picked 401k investment options with teacher Elena Sartor. And early on in 2022, we reviewed the Dave Ramsey investing advice. And speaking of the opposite of Dave Ramsey investing advice, we focused an episode on cryptocurrency with Naja Roberts, who explained all about Bitcoin. And speaking of which, let me play a clip from this week's Light Talk podcast. They were celebrating their 300th episode. By the way, Light Talk, congratulations on 300. And as part of that, they were reading letters from listeners. And this one gave me a great big laugh. And from Ingrid in Atlanta, I listened to your interview with Ethan Steimel. I ended up losing all my money on Dogecoins. Thanks for nothing, Ethan. So let me just point out, I don't remember Ethan ever saying anything about cryptocurrency. He didn't. So, nah, nah, nah. You made the mistake, Ingrid, not he. So I take no responsibility for anyone's finances or the size of your crypto wallet. You all know it, but let me just say it again. I am not a financial expert. I'm just a lighting designer trying to be responsible with finances, and I'm taking you along for the journey. In 2022, we had our second live recording at LDI, and this was the first time Artistic Finance has ever had a partnership. We partnered with Ayrton and with Women in Lighting. And on our panel was lighting designer Jen Schriever and Marcia Stern and Amy Deluxe. A special thank you to Ellen at Live Design and Jean and Linnea from Ayrton. And speaking of LDI, the 2023 dates have been announced, December 3rd through 5th in Las Vegas. Now, look at the calendar closely because that's a Sunday through Tuesday, not over the weekend like it has been the last few years. We do have some exciting collaborations that I'm working on, and I will update you on those as they develop, but it's looking pretty exciting for 2023. We had four quarterly updates for our 6K investing special. Now, the S&P 500 was down 20% for the year 2022. And in every quarterly update, I was always trailing the S&P 500 by a little bit. But I will say that my financial picks are actually only down 3% from inception. We also welcomed new investments to track. Katie Berman had some mutual funds and she picked PayPal as a stock. Maitre Gopalakrishnan picked government and private company bonds that we're tracking. Ebony Madri picked Tesla. And we brought in Amy Deluxe, who invested in Masterworks. So she owns three different paintings, and we're tracking how the value of those is going. Um, so the next quarterly update will be in February, so check back for that. And now let's talk about fitness for 2023. So I've never made a fitness goal. I don't really make New Year's resolutions, though Nicole and I do write our goals, but it doesn't correspond with the new year. Maybe it should. But anyway, uh, patron Andy Lowe, our UK patron, um, and me, we're both going to train with Claudia over at Theater Fit. So we don't know how that's going to go, but we're going to spend six months trying to... Uh, Get in shape is the wrong word. Just be healthier. Um, so exercise and diet. Um, and I think Andy and I are going to update you via Patreon updates. So if you're interested in that, I'll be letting you know uh, when to check that out. Um, but I think him and I are going to 
off air discuss how our fitness journeys are going and whether we're feeling good about it or bad about it because it's something that neither of us have ever done. We'll see how that goes because Claudia is a virtual coach. We'll just be Zooming in or video chatting. We won't actually be going to the gym with Claudia or a class or anything like that. So anyway, I'll keep you updated on that. Upcoming episodes. Wow, this year we are going to have a lot of good ones. So first off is liability insurance. This was instigated by Bill Rios over on LinkedIn. Um, Speaking of, I have a survey that's in the show notes. It's also on my LinkedIn and it's eight questions about liability insurance. So if you are a live events worker and you have liability insurance, or even if you've considered it or you used to have it, please take two minutes to go fill out that survey. I've had 25 respondents, but I would absolutely love more. And speaking of that survey, I actually got five responses from magicians or circus performers. So I am going to have an episode with T2, the French magician, and I'm going to pair that with a liability insurance for magicians and performers. So I'm going to do liability for uh, lighting folk, and then I'm going to do another one with magicians. All right, other episodes we have coming up, life insurance and disability insurance. This is piggybacking off of the insurance. Once I went down the liability insurance road, I realized there's all these other insurances. So uh, we have a financial advisor coming on to talk about that. We're going to have financial advisor Matt Queller back on the show to talk about family planning. We're going to have Jeff Kreuter, who's the lighting designer of Peter and the Starcatcher on the show. We're going to have David Zippel, who is the lyricist for A Bad Cinderella, which is coming to Broadway this spring. We're going to have costume designer Greg Barnes on. And we're going to bring John Adcox back to talk about credit card points. And I'm planning an episode on how to get a mortgage because I'm realizing I actually know quite a few people in the entertainment industry who own either a property that's a rental or a property that they live in. And now more details will come about this in the upcoming week. But in 2023, I'm going to invite guest hosts to take over some of our episodes. So I'm doing this because it's going to bring a fresh perspective and it's going to allow me to focus a little bit on curating more valuable content. The obvious place to start is with previous guests. I'm going to ask some of them to return and guest host. So Rob W. Schneider is going to come back to talk about budgeting for nonprofits, how to do a showcase code in New York. And he's going to do another episode on Broadway's financial flops. Anna Rob from Theater Art Life is going to join chatting with designers and technicians. Amy Deluxe is going to return not just for the book club, but to talk about fire, financial independence, retire early topics. Speaking of Amy, I saw her this weekend and she said something really nice. Until I found your podcast, I felt so isolated in the entertainment community, realizing that there were other entertainment professionals who talk about money and are part of the fire movement was like head blowing. Making money as an artist doesn't make you a sellout. And I just have to say that Amy saying that was the highlight of my 2022. 2022 made me realize that a lot of people in the entertainment industry want this content. They find it valuable. And that's why I've been renewed to get some guest hosts, to get some fresh blood, because there's a lot more voices that aren't mine out there that care about this topic. They care about it. They want it out there. And they're willing to help me out to continue these conversations. So anyway, Amy, if you're listening, I really appreciated you saying that. And the final guest host is a challenge to you, dear listener, which is if you have an idea for an episode, 
or if there is a guest that you would like to hear talk about some of these topics. And this is key. If you would be willing to either be the host or coordinate the forming of that episode, you know, by editing or, you know, just helping out any way. I know you know the email already, but artisticfinancepodcast at gmail.com is the best way to get a hold of me. Because if you have an idea for an episode and you want to help us make it, please reach out and I would absolutely be glad to, uh, to let you record it and put it on this platform. All right. So that's it for this episode. I'm looking forward to 2023 more than any year that I've ever looked forward to. There's a lot going on. So let me end this episode with a couple of challenges for you. So first, for yourself, make sure that you're physically and mentally fit. Feel free to follow along with Andy and me as we work with Claudia at Theater Fit. And I assure you, we are not going to be perfect um, and we're not going to be super buff by the end of our six months. But Hopefully, we will have incorporated healthy habits into our routine and our diets. And the second challenge is your retirement savings. I admitted that I didn't set anything aside for 2020 or 2021, but those are behind us now. I did get something in for 2022. And if you have a Roth IRA, you can still contribute to it for 2022 up until when you file your taxes. So you haven't missed the deadline if you can do that. But 2023, I'm planning to resume retirement savings periodically throughout the year and not wait till the last minute. And now you can go back to episode 126 to hear about retirement accounts for freelancers. But for 2023, here are your limits. So if you have a 401k, you can contribute $22,500. For IRAs, either traditional or Roth, the limit will be $6,500. So this is for you to keep in mind if you're thinking I want to set aside money for retirement. Know that 6500 is what you can put in an IRA. So start planning that out. For SEP and simple plans, you'll have to look up what your limits are. But what I learned from Elton is the individual 401k is sort of the best way to go. If you have no plan set up, do that. And again, that limit will be 22500 And now three more challenges for you. And I know I'm throwing a lot at you, but these are challenges that benefit me and the Artistic Finance listeners. So first off, if you could please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, or if you could go rate us over on Spotify. That really helps me out and it helps others find the show. So the more reviews that there are, then the higher the odds that someone will listen if they come across the show. And if you don't want to leave a review, you don't want your name out there, the next best thing that you can do is to tell somebody about the show. You can do that on social media, or you can just do it through an email or a phone call or in person, perhaps. That is the best possible thing that you can do. And then finally, this isn't a challenge for everyone, but if you are interested in being a sponsor of the show, or if you work at a company that could potentially be a sponsor, feel free to reach out and I'll send you our pitch deck. I can send it for the monthly Financial Independence Book Club series, or I can send you a sponsor packet for our regular episodes. So my podcast costs are going up for 2023. This is part of the guest host situation. I'll get into that more next week, but thanks to a push from our patron Carl Faber, also guest on episode 100, I'm making an effort to onboard sponsors this year. All right, thank you for listening in 2022 and again here in 2023. I'm going to do my best to deliver lots of fantastic content this year. So truly, thank you. I don't know how else to say it, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, 
and being here. So yeah, here's to 2023. That's it for today. Until next time, break a leg. Thank you for listening to Artistic Finance. Make sure to subscribe. To access our show notes, transcripts, or resources, go to artisticfinance.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any decision, consult a professional. This show is copyrighted by Artistic Finance. Written permission must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting.